Does science succeed in the human genome project? No, says Bible. God's language is decoded. Man's life book is ready to be revealed. Human lifetime could be immensely increased. Death could be evaded, are the words of scholars and scientists who are submerged in their enthralling and intriguing inventions which was named as Human Genome Project. However DNA is now believed to be self-replicating and according to Lalith Bardwatch, a team leader of Central Scientific Instruments Organization, CSIO, Chandigarh. He said speaking at the Bio 2003 session DNA is the most powerful microprocessor in nature. Bradwaj claims that we can use DNA to process information and show Bill Gates the door. DNA, a major component of cell is gifted by God. Since the decoding of man's identity of human genome code, he is being treated as a creator above God. But for a Bible literate, these experiments may not be of strange substance whereas for the entire world it may be an epoch-making discovery as the press and cried horse on 16th April, 2003. What is man that you are mindful of him? You crowned him with glory and honor, and set him over the works of your hands. You put all things in subjection under his feet, Hebrews chapter 2 verse 6 and 7. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands, you have put all things under his feet. All sheep and oxen, even the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, and the fish of the sea, Psalms chapter 8 verse 6 and 8. These are the comforting words of God before B.C.3000 years for the extreme wisdom of man and his forthcoming triumphs on the inhabitants of the universe. Most remarkable and astounding experiments were started in 20th century on DNA. Gregor Mendel was the first person to pave the way for the origin of genetics. He had proved the basic principles of genetics experimentally. Mendel used observation and scientific principles in his work. He was the first to use statistics with his genetic results by performing breeding experiments with the sweet pea plants and also researched in breeding plants and animals. Mendel proposed that parent plants always had two factors, but only one factor from each parent is passed on to each individual of the next generation. Today, Mendel's factors are known as genes. Mendel principles on genetics helped later scientists to design many breeding experiments on various species. The most important discovery in the field of genetics was the structure of DNA. James Watson, an American biologist, and Francis Crick, an English physicist, first proposed the now well-known double helix theory in 1953. To all scientists the double helix theory showed the elegance of nature's designs. In the post-19th century, Mendel had no idea how genes actually functioned to control physical characteristics of organisms. The cell was full of various chemicals, fats, proteins, carbohydrates and nucleic acids DNA. It was known that proteins could help and make other chemicals in the cell, such as sugar or alcohol on yeast. But where do the proteins come from? George Beadle and Edward Tatum who worked on common mold, suggested the idea that genes function with the controlling of production of various proteins in 1941. Beadle and Tatum proposed that each gene carries the code for making one and only one protein. 
but how a gene leads to the production of a protein was still a mystery. Scientists now knew that DNA was the carrier of hereditary. They also knew that there was a code made up of chemicals in a special sequence within the DNA. They had to crack the code. Several scientists, including Marshall Nuremberg and Hargobind Coroner, who showed that the code was a triplet of basic chemicals, each of which represented a different part of protein, accomplished this in the early 1960s. In later 1970s more sophisticated methods of composing and decomposing of DNA were introduced which was also stated as recombinant DNA. It was from here onwards medical field made vast strides and came to be known as genetic engineering. It was felt that all the necessary mutations could be done on the needful part of DNA. This modern technology was called as transgenic or genetic engineering. If these modifications were made to plants, they were treated as transgenic plants and in case of animals as transgenic animals. The outcome of test tube baby and dolly come under the same sphere. Genetic cloning paved the way for immense possibilities. This was the dominion handed over by God to man over his entire creation. The seeds, fruits, vegetables, etc., which are cultivated through genetic engineering are nowadays used extensively. Human Genome Project may grant medicines for dreadful diseases, which are curtailing lifespan of man. According to the principle of Mendel, 1,600 varieties of diseases invade human body out of which our geneticists already identified 1,300. There was still more to be discovered and revealed. It was felt that the disease-causing gene should be eliminated. In view of the technological advancement this may not be a major problem. On modifying the gene structure 1600 diseases may be eradicated or rooted out. Will this be the end of all ills? Men has been suffering from millions of ailments out of which only few are correlated with genes. All the hereditary infirmities could not be cured. Disease could only be identified through gene tests but they could not be pointed out clearly. The exact portion of infected area can be identified, nevertheless it is impossible to treat the exact infected gene. In 1952, Hershey and Chase showed that when a virus invades a bacterium and makes more viruses, only the viral DNA enters the bacterium. This experiment provided even stronger evidence that DNA was the chemical of heredity. The methods used by Hershey and Chase reflect an interesting chapter in the history of genetics. Nowadays scientists find difficulty in identifying the disease in an unborn baby, which may infect it at his 50th year, and they are in a dilemma whether to correct that gene prior to its birth or few days before its invasion, no matter what may be the effects. The same problem arose during its performance in Harmon therapy that resulted in damage. All these questions have no answers till today. With the decoding of genome, science had taken one more step towards advancement, but science should not brag itself that it can replicate the work of God. The entire human genome project was designed with a business motive. Science may think that it has decoded the language of gene but there is still more to be analyzed and revealed. Man in this infinite universe studied only 1% of statistics but there is still 99% of creation left to become the mighty power. Indeed these are the mere edges of his ways.
and how small a whisper we hear of him. But the thunder of this power who can understand, Job chapter 26 verse 14. These words leave plentiful of things to be understood. The latest technology and wisdom of man are still at the bottom of God's will. Till he reaches the pinnacle by finding the code language of even a microorganism he is not even worthy to cross the path of God. The entire universe is in need of creator for its mobility. British geneticist John Harris states that coding the language of DNA may result in increasing the lifetime of man up to 1,200 years. With the identification of the genetic code there may be tremendous revolutionary innovations and even death could be avoided, as observed by Harris. The impact of which may result in overcrowding of the planet and tremendous growth in population on Earth. Parents may decide their children's character and insurance companies may also demand all their customers to undergo gene tests. Dr. Raja from Kerning Incorporated Society in New York felt that science had studied only 5% of genes and there are still 95% of genes, which were to be studied. He elaborates saying that it doesn't mean that they have overcome old age and death by simply finding the genome code. Any attempt of hindering old age may increase the cells in vast number, which may result in cancer leading towards death. If this proves successful then the season of designer babies may enter into our lives by which parents may decide the color, complexion, height of their children. Can we support the inventions and discoveries made by science and say that they are worthy? Science itself had created extremely harmful machinery and bombs, which result in destruction and disaster. Even the genetic code may result in the same. Atoms have to be utilized in medical and agricultural aspects for the human development as per the sayings of Albert Einstein atoms for peace. But in the later period these atoms were experimented on the lives of Japanese in Hiroshima and Nagasaki on August 6 and 9, 1945 during Second World War, which vanished nearly a quarter million lives. The rumpus created by the rattling situation caused by atomic bomb dismayed the entire world with its invention. Albert Einstein specifies in his words saying that, if there exists a life after death then he never wanted to be born as physicist but would spend the rest of his life as a poor man repairing old goods. Experiencing such disasters in past it would be shocking to mankind how the discoveries such as, Genetic code would lead the world in near future. Simple eradication of human diseases might not get as SD life to the entire mankind. Human Genome Project was conceived basing on theories of the famous geneticists named, James Watson and Francis Crick. They were the first to publish the findings about the DNA. They named DNA as deoxyribonucleic acid for which they have been honored with Nobel Prize after seven years of their discovery. Human body is made of many cells. Each cell contains data relating to the growth and change of one's life. They also have the power to multiply the cells or replicate. The cell behavior remained a mystery to science for a long time. Every cell has point of control, which is called nucleus. The entire body of human being and its features are hidden in the form of chemical substance within the nucleus. This nucleus receives all the transmissions from the DNA, which acts as the base for nucleus. Here cytoplasm, the protoplasm of a cell apart from that of the nucleus, 
is a substance that surrounds the nucleus in the form of a jelly pertaining to the storage of food for cell leading to its growth and substance for its reproduction. In this, the entire feedback for when, where, how and why everything should be done is stored. The DNA itself preserves the life and power of man. It is the spirit who gives life, the flesh, cells, profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit, and their life, John chapter 6 verse 63. This may provide an opportunity for science to accept the power of spirit that guides man and the spirit of God controls the entire body of man to generate life in him. The entire humanity awaits the expansion of lifespan through the Human Genome Project. According to Bible it is explicit that man could never succeed in his project because the laws of God govern him. There is no wisdom or understanding or counsel against God, Proverbs chapter 21 verse 30. God had revealed abundant treasures for his children eons ago, which are to be unveiled for mankind's good. My times are in your hand, Psalm chapter 31 verse 15. Man was formed in the womb of his mother as a microorganism. A cell and DNA was treated as inner parts in biblical language. For you have formed my inward parts, you have covered me, spirit, with body in my mother's womb. I am fearfully and wonderfully made, marvelous are your works, Psalm chapter 139 verses 13, 14. By these words it was so unambiguous that man's inward parts are nothing but the cell and the structure of DNA, which reflect the anatomy of man during conception. Science in these advanced researches also discussed about the governance and regulation of human behavior only through the signals received by the cell and its DNA. The thoughts either good or bad, both are administered by the same cells controlling the nature of human beings. Jeremiah, a prophet in Bible emphasized these ideologies as, I, the Lord, search the heart, I test the mind, even to give every man according to his ways, and according to the fruit of his doings, Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 10. God studies the nature of human being through his most inward parts comprising of entire human behavior. God, the observer scans inward parts of each and every individual who reveal man's nature and wants to reward all his actions either good or bad. Centuries ago Bible elaborates that man is governed by the promptings of his inner parts, cell, nucleus, DNA, and receives the commands of each and every part of the body and responds to the transmissions. I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My mind also instructs me in the night seasons, Psalm chapter 16 verse 7. Examine me, O Lord, and try me, test my mind and my heart, Psalm chapter 26 verse 2. By the above words Creator judges each and every human being for their deeds. God scrutinizes the mind of every person before punishment just as before enforcing a judgment on a criminal the judge analyzes his mental status and behavior. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. Even before there is a word on my tongue, O Lord, you know it all, Psalm chapter 139 verses 1 to 4. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper a corny two-edged sword pumicing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of thoughts and intents of the heart, Hebrews chapter 4 verses 12 and 13.
I want to make a note on a poignant issue that did not strike the science of genetics. Be angry, and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your loath, nor give place to the evil. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 26. Anger is a normal activity that grows in every individual. But God commands that do not let the sun go down on your anger. If man does not condemn this normal happening and neglects, it may transmit various signals to the body by which the entire human body is enticed by these ideas leading to perilous deeds. If man doesn't control his anger at night he may be led by unscrupulous and loathsome ideas, which may drown him in abyss. Do not hasten in your spirit to be anger, for anger rests in the bosom of fools. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 9. Lease from anger, and forsake wrath. Do not fret, it only causes harm. Psalm chapter 37 verse 8. If anger persists in man's mind for the entire night then crime may take a new form the next day. As a small seed grows into a huge tree, anger becomes larger than life and may cost life itself. It is always better to exclude anger when it is in a seed form. If lustful look leads to adultery then why not an anger cost a life of man? Matthew chapter 5 verses 21, 22 and 28. Woe to those who seen inequity, who work out evil on their beds, when morning comes they do it. Micah chapter 2 verse 1. So, for all the psychogenetic ailments, mind is guided by the communications originated from the DNA and cell. So, every person is guided by his innermost thoughts, which are scrutinized by God regularly for his deeds. Where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure? James chapter 4 to 1 and 2. And from where does the life in cell come from, is still a mystery to modern science, which is nothing but spirit says Bible. It is the spirit who gives life, the flesh profits nothings, John chapter 6 verse 63. So, flesh consists of infinite cells, which get their life from spirit only. For if you live according to flesh you will die, but if by spirit you put to death the deeds of body, you will live. Romans chapter 8 verse 13. Men could control the deeds of body through the signs of spirit says the Bible. Walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of flesh. Galatians chapter 5 verse 16. These were the guidelines given by the Bible that are to be followed. Any experiment other than this may harm the human race. Modern geneticists are pooling their ideas to rebuild the structure of DNA as virus-free, which may expand the lifespan of man but unfortunately they are in vain because an alien that curtails human lifetime invades the DNA. A cell consists of various proteins such as mitochondria, nucleus, ribosome, hyaloplasm and microsome etc. Mitochondria consist of cytochrome C. This acts as energy, which generates power like electricity. But a keen investigation by scientists revealed an astounding fact that the same cytochrome C, which energizes the cell, also acts as a rebel sometimes that kills the cell. These were the observations made by George McClendon from Princeton University of America. The component or substance present in cytochrome C acts as both the protector and the annihilator in various situations. 
Cytochrome C was identified and discovered by Professor David Keeling 80 years ago and the fact of killing the cells was manifested only two years before. It was observed only few days before that component transmits certain signs that were held responsible for the death of those cells says McClendon. He, God, made a path for his anger. He did not spare their soul from death, but gave their life over to plague, cytochrome C, Psalm chapter 78 verse 50. Why is the cell invaded by such a plague? The answer is, for dust you are, and to dust you shall return, Genesis chapter 3 verse 19. Human body was made from matter and God cursed the matter for the transgression of man which resulted in death to entire humanity that swallows the living organisms in the cell, which gives life to man. This was the reason the lifespan of man was reduced periodically by God in Bible. Let's see the answer given by God for the ruin of man. According to Bible, man was made immortal in the beginning. Then God said let us make man in our image, in our likeness and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock over all the earth, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God he created him, Genesis chapter 1 verses 26 and 27. Man was made the ruler of the entire creation. Man was made of matter according to Bible. The Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and the man become a living being. Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. That matter was created by the word of God, which had life and spirit. We understand that the world were framed by the word of God which possesses the life and spirit, John chapter 6 verse 23. Matter consists of life and spirit out of which human body was framed and formed by God. The DNA existing in first human body was everlasting and immortal. Even the entire universe that was created by God also has the everlasting life and immortality. The matter has the characteristic features of everlasting power and endless life out of which the human body was generated. Human body was the outcome of those features that bore the qualities of immortality. The Bible says that the first human being was a wonderful and exquisite module made by God. The DNA existing in the first man was immortal because God's words bore the life and spirit that was everlasting. But unfortunately the powerful and eternal DNA started to collapse due to man's transgressions in the later period. Because of his rude and uncouth behavior the immortal DNA was transformed to mortal by the command of God. To Adam he said, Because you listened to your wife and debt from the tree about which I command you, you must not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you, for dust you are and to dust you return, Genesis chapter 3 verses 17 and 19. Thus, the downfall of man started in the early ages. But now science wants to regain the power of DNA, which was collapsed by God centuries ago, through its expert scientific experiments and knowledge. On behalf of Bible I think it necessary to rebuke their discoveries which results in failure in the near future. Coming to the subject, you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat of it you will surely die. Genesis chapter 3 verse 11 chapter 2 verse 17 and chapter 3 verses 17 and 19. 
According to the words of Bible, it is explicit that both nature and human body, which were extracted from dust, were cursed by the word of God and lost their power of immortality. From then onwards the downfall of lifespan started due to the wickedness of man. If we analyze the first genome code of man, the Bible stated that God made him invincible and everlasting and briefly speaking he was an alter ego of God without death. But man due to his transgressions and wicked nature paved for the extinction of human race and made the entire universe towards destruction. Man never endeavored to develop a right relation with God by following his commandments. Then the Lord said, My spirit will not contend with man forever, for he is mortal, his days will be a hundred and twenty years. The Lord was grieved that he had made man on the earth, and his heart was filled with pain. The Lord saw how great man's wickedness on earth had become, and that every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil all the time. Genesis chapter 6 verses 3 5 and 6. Even though man lost his lifespan of 1000 years he never comforted God in his deeds, which resulted in the degeneration of DNA. The lifetime, which was 1000 years for Adam and Noah, decreased to 120 years as a result of their deeds. In the early ages of man he was given a length of 969 years of age. Altogether Methuselah lived 969 years, Genesis chapter 5 verse 27. The lifetime of DNA was curtailed by God and lost its efficiency in giving unlimited lifespan. The Human Genome Commission lead by Harris states that science could increase the lifespan of man up to 1200 years. This bizarre discovery may be astounding for the entire human race but it was an age-old story to Bible. God was hurt with the deeds of man, fed up with their nature and decreased their lifetime to 120 years. Men became confident in completing all the brutal deeds in the scheduled lifetime of 1000 years, which resulted in great flood that wiped out the entire human generation leaving Noah and his family. Such a great disaster also couldn't purify man from his unworthy deeds. He still shows the flag of disobedience towards God. Even though his lifetime is disintegrating man is quick enough to do all the vulgar deeds in his limited days only. If man had obeyed God from the beginning then there would have been no need to human genome project. If man really accepts his way, he may be free from welcoming another dreadful effect to the world. It is highly impossible for mankind to depart from God and increase the lifetime of man with their own ideology. God tired of man's deeds says thus, the length of our days is 70 years or 80, if we have strength, yet this span is put trouble and sorrow, for they quickly pass, and we fly away. Psalm chapter 90 verse 10. You have made my days a mere hand breadth the span of my years is as nothing before you each man's life is but a breath. Man is a mere phantom as he goes to and fro, he bustles about, but only in vain, he helps up wealth, not knowing who will get it. Psalm chapter 39 colon verses 5 and 6. If we go through the fall of DNA's age in Bible it is clearly stated that the average age of man in the world is only 70, 80 years human body once may be immortal but now it's a piece of decay. 
if the entire world would bow before the Supreme Lord by confessing for their profane and obscene discoveries he would have guided mankind in a preferable way to immortality without spending $3 billion in this human genome project. Only God has the right to command his creation, men could only be a subject to his creation or subdue himself before him. If man would have really pleaded God for his life then he would have seen the grace of his mighty hand in improving the life of man. Man is always impudent towards God with his haughty nature that resulted in ruining his life. He shall pray to God, and he will delight in him, he shall see his face with joy, for the restores to man. His righteousness, his flesh shall be young like a child's, he shall return to the days of his youth. If he is gracious to him, and says, Deliver him from going down to the pit, Job chapter 33 verses 24 to 26. Even though the genome project holders were given the entire lifetime they could never succeed in their attempt of escalating the life of man more than 120 years, predicts Bible. Modern geneticists will not succeed in their experiment of genome code. It is better for them to withdraw from their futile attempts or else they may taste another shameful defeat, which was faced in Biosphere 2. This is my challenge.